Hey guys, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. I have Macy, me here, and we got Loy. Say hey, Loy. Hey, everybody. We are so excited for this episode, little bonus episode. This is for the people who, for two types of people. Number one, who feels like their sales are going pretty good and they're not really sure what's next. And it's also for the people who are really trying to lead other people, whether you have a team, you have a family, you have a corporate team, you have a, a much larger, whatever your, your situation is, lead people slash when your sales are going really well this episode is for you we hope it really helps you and serves you in your business well hey there is nothing more than we love than seeing those reviews don't we Lloyd? we just yes, love yes. looking at those and reading those they just it fuels us it literally fuels our soul for so much more than just this podcast. So if you could just take a second and give us a rating and review, it would be so amazing to be able to take a look at that and kind of share it with the team as a way to get jazzed about guide culture because we really, really believe in what we do. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoy this episode and we will chat soon. We just finished a guide culture in-person session, a March session, and we had some pretty high-level people there. And I it, we got some feedback, and it was very interesting. And whenever I get, you know, jazzed about something, I just want to just do something. So yes. here we are recording a podcast. And it was um, actually two people that came from the same organization, the same team. And they came with the mindset of like, oh, you know, this will help our company not necessarily not necessarily help me they say you know our sales are actually really great there's our sales are thriving so it didn't feel like guide culture would be or sales training in general not just guide culture but sales training would be beneficial for them and then they came and they were like oh my gosh wait i had no idea that guide culture was for me i didn't know and that's a huge hugely my fault right for for not communicating it you know specifically of why it is for leaders and because if you are a leader of an organization that is the very reason you need to know sales more than anyone more than anyone don't you agree loy uh yes yes this is uh, a leadership is a sales job yeah and sales is a leadership job they go hand in hand yeah absolutely and so i think i think Part of me is like, oh, people that are leaders hopefully already know that sales is the sales and leadership is the same thing. Mm. When really now I know that not everybody knows that. Well, if let's just let's just back up and take a thousand foot view for a second. All right, let's do that. To let you know, kind of. So since this came up and yeah. you, you're starting to talk about it, I'm thinking, okay, why is that? How did this develop? I'm, I'm just from my thousand foot view. I'm going to tell you what I think that okay. is. In the beginning, when this started. I, as a mid to late 20s young man, was looking for sales skills. That's what I was looking for and communication skills. Yeah, and why were you looking for that? Because I was terrible. I was struggling with that in my life, and I knew for me to go and really be success or be able to make it, be able to survive and actually be have my own business and do my own thing, because I, I wanted to be a business owner. I wasn't looking to be a sales rep. Right. I wasn't looking to be a leader. I was uh, looking to be a business owner and call my own shots and punch my own ticket and it right. all be on me whether I made it or not and for no one else to be able to decide if I deserved a promotion or not. Okay. I want it to be me. 
that's how that's where it all started and i knew i needed communication and sales skills to do that so from my perspective it was always sales 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 i've learned how to sell i'm learning how to communicate that's all what it was and the thing that we've learned about this material we well we know about this material it's not this material was not something that we decided okay let's see what we can sell let's put something together and go sell it we didn't do that we said, we have material that's been developed for 30 years, and it's really deep. It went from me being a salesperson to starting to hire team members, mm-hmm. to having a family, to having an organization, to all the things over the last 30 years. It's developed for me from all that, but it all still stems from the basic training. So I've always called it sales training. I've always called it sales. That's just right. what I call it because of the way it started. Right, and that's what I call it because – you taught me to call call that. But but if you think about it, the, the the thing that separates this from anything else and why I think everybody says like what these people are saying, like, wow, this is a lot more than I thought it was. This is not some course you guys just threw together. Right. It's got a lot of depth in it. It's the depth of it is right. what which includes all those things. And honestly, I, I mean if you want some talking points, it would be I think was this the first in-person class we had? Yeah, a year ago, in March of 2019, we had just taken our first uh, session, and we needed to rename it. Clearly Confident was the name of it originally, and it was trademarked, and so we had to change the name. And we it was just, trademarked by someone by else. By someone else, yeah. right. And we were struggling. We were like, what is this going to be? And so at the uh, in-person training, we um, asked them, we said, hey, we're needing a new name. You guys know what this is. You probably know a lot more than we do. You know, what do you think, uh, what what would you name it? And I think we were also kind of looking for an acronym yeah. as well. Right, and exactly. We're, yeah. Is there an acronym we could put here? And this person came up with this, yeah. and really, it's probably right. Yeah. And if you, if you look at these words and you break them and separate them out, because you really need all five. So if you're trying to get sales, you can't have sales without the other four. Right. So if you're trying to go this. for leadership, you can't get leadership without the other four. Right. So they, I think if you looked at it that way, it might make sense, especially yeah. with the depth of what we do here. Yeah, perfect. So the word is slice, S-L-I-C-E. Like a that's, slice that's, of cake. That's the acronym. A slice of pizza. Yeah, a slice of gold. <laughs> a slice of gold, that's right. And so the, that word breaks down to sales, leadership, insight, communication and enthusiasm yeah those were the words that she was like i walked away with these things yes yeah and we thought well that's pretty good yeah so let's just think about that i mean if you're going for sales and you want to be a salesperson you must have the other four to really make that work you have to have leadership skills Mm -hmm. you have to have insight communication skills and enthusiasm Mm -hmm. if you're going to be in sales you must have the other four that goes with it yeah and why do you say that well, if, if, if you're in sales, you, you are a leader because if you're going trying to influence someone or mm-hmm. persuade someone, then, then they need to want to follow you and do what you're doing and believe in you. And that's what a leader must do is, Absolutely. is be in that position where people say, yes, I will follow. Yeah. Yes, I believe. Yes, you're taking me to a place I want to go. Yeah, because a lot of times you don't really get excited about something on your own. You get excited about something by watching someone else. Right. My favorite example is uh, my Pilates teacher when I was in college. Mm-hmm. She just lived a life. She she presented herself in a way that I was like, man, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And literally, I got my Pilates certification because 
I watched her live the life that I wanted to live. Example. Literally, Literally, just by the way she walked in the room, the way she carried herself, the way she dressed, the way Mm. she was so kind and warmed all these Mm. people. And that is a leader right there, that you live a life so so obvious that you that other people want to be like that that people follow you that's a leader well, if you go if you go break down and try to study leadership yeah you're going to see the word example a lot right it talks about you have to you have to live the example yeah you have to live it and be the example yeah. before you're going to be able to and lead it's anyone. also it's also living the life that you say that you stand for mm-hmm. you can't you know talk and stand for one thing and then go and live a different life behind closed doors you instantly lose credibility and then therefore lose your leadership opportunities and the same thing in sales you lose your yeah. credibility you lose your sales opportunities absolutely it's the same and, thing yeah and, and, and that leadership you're setting the example is, is the same thing in sales as well i mean if if you're going to sell a product or you're trying to sell something to someone and you don't own it yourself why would someone want to buy it if you don't own it? They wouldn't. Why? How can you really believe it? I mean, Zig Ziglar tells a story about the pots and pans. Yeah. Uh, this guy was was Zig was starting to sell his pots and pans pretty well, and this one guy was really struggling. He couldn't sell his pots and pans. And Ziglar asked the question. He said, "Do you own these?" And the guy said, "No, <laughs> no. I can't afford them." <laughs> he said, "That's why you can't sell them. You don't That's believe right. in them enough." That's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, the leader has to believe in what it is they're doing enough that they're living that example that, you know, that it resonates with Which is literally the same thing as what a salesperson does. Yes, you have to believe it, yes. To to us, we believe the word sales and leadership is interchangeable. Would you agree with that? It is, especially in this training. It kind of rolls into all these things. It very much is interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's think about insight. With sales and leadership, you have to have some insight, and listen. What 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 do we call an? What do you think she was calling insight in this acronym? You know what I think of, and this might be totally wrong. I think of the word awareness, like awareness of people, insight in people, how people think, how people feel, what people need versus what people want. Having that awareness and that insight of just the human body is a huge advantage. And also, don't you think that the people who sit through this training and do this, they start having some insight on themselves? Absolutely. Who am I? What yeah. do I believe? Yeah. What am I willing to stand up for? Yeah. Because we all know if you don't stand for something, you fall you may, for you may anything. Fall for anything. That's right. So, so the insight goes both <laughs> ways. You, you, you're gaining insight to other people, and you're gaining yeah. insight to yourself. Yeah. You know, a great concrete example of that is we had a guy uh, come and take Guy Culture in March, and he sold, he makes and sells candles. One of the biggest uh, revelations he had about himself was, oh my gosh, my value, what I have is worth it. Mm-hmm. What I have matters. It is a huge deal. And in fact, I believe about it, even, believe in it even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he became really aware that what he had was so special and got excited about it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people will come and they'll either experience that, they'll either experience, oh man, like what I stand for matters, or they're like, man, I'm not really sure if this is what I stand for, I'm gonna pivot. Which mm-hmm. either way is great because you're gonna make massive strides mm-hmm. either way, but it's a huge deal to get clarity on, on what, what your values are and why you matter yeah and we talk about along with that we talk about the value add and the tilt about your specific unique 
thing mm-hmm. is valuable or right. can be very valuable if you handle it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that talk about having insight as a leader, why, why being a leader and having that insight of you and then also of your team is so important. Yeah. Well, a big part about another thing, if you read, if you study leadership, it talks about the sixth sense, the gut instinct, mm. you know, knowing what to do next, mm. you know, having the vision. Wow. All that falls in under inside a little bit. You've yeah. got to, because your people are depending on you to to step out in front, go up front in front, and say, "Okay, what's needed next?" Right, and then go get them and bring them and take them with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's a that's a big part of of the leadership. Yeah, having having strong insight and being a leader is it, it aligns really beautifully. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And the next thing on this thing was what uh, co- communication. Yeah, and, and we have. One thing we talk about in the training is it really doesn't matter what you say. What matters is what people hear yeah. and what they believe. Yeah. And so the communication piece is really not about you, how great of a communicator you are. Mm-hmm. It's recognizing a method to communicate so that people are buying in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it be one-on-one sales or a whole group, Instagram sales or yeah. leadership, you're trying to take a team. Yeah. I mean, if you're showing up on Instagram stories, you are leading an audience a little bit and mm-hmm. you're communicating a certain message mm-hmm. that hopefully people are really absorbing. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the podcast I, I texted you this morning? I did. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah. The, fir- the first half was, was pretty good, I thought. I thought I did. Maybe uh, no, I may have missed the end of it. Yeah, that's fine. The end wasn't, yeah. wasn't as good. But at the beginning, he was talking about how he, he helps people lead. And he said, you know, I basically have to tell leaders that they're going to have to do things that they don't necessarily want to do. And he tells leaders, to re- you're about to repeat yourself a lot. The repetition. The repetition. Repeat repeat, repeat the message. You're about to repeat the message a lot. Right. And when when he says repeat the message, I I feel like some people might hear that and think, I literally repeat the same thing over and over and over again, which there is part of that. But there's another element of it, of having different stories and different analogies and different ways to communicate the same message. For sure. And that's what keeps people engaged. Yes. That's what keeps people inspired and excited, which is a sales job. That, yes. is, that is a sales job of having different analogies and different ways to talk about the same message over and over and over again, yeah. which is why sales, communication, yeah. and leadership all are the same thing. And really, if you, if you think about it, if you really, if you believe deeply in your message or whatever the message is needed at the time, yeah. plus the overall message, because you, you have a kind of a, a test that everything runs through because it has to tie in with your overall beliefs. Right. But you have certain messages that may change per quarter or mm-hmm. once a year or every yeah. five years. You may say, you know, this message is to shift a little. Absolutely. But it still filters through your overall belief. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, for you to repeat that message and in different ways mm-hmm. and plus live it as an example. Yeah. Plus have the gut instinct to know Oof. what to do all that. It means you have to have the insight because you have to have that belief system. Yeah. You've got to really believe it so strongly that people may even think you're crazy. This guy <laughs> really believes that. He keeps saying this. He must really believe it. Yeah. And all of a sudden I think they eventually they just adopt that as as um 
It's just automatic. Yeah. Eventually. And and you need your people to be on automatic. Mm-hmm. This is the way we do this. This is the way we treat our customers. Yeah. This is the way we think around here. Yeah. You know, these are the, these are the values that we live by. It's yeah, it's automatic. Is that yeah. what you said? It becomes automatic. I love that. Like instinctive. Yeah. It's like the, a reaction yeah. almost. They know that that's what you're gonna say. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right. I feel like uh that's how a lot of us are here with you, Lloyd. We know what Lloyd's going to say. We know what he stands for. We know what he believes for the most part. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a huge testament to, to your leadership. Yeah, and, and I'm unapologetic, unapologetic because I really do believe it. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I just can't apologize for it. Yeah. It's what I think. You know, I just wrote some, some stuff for our website, a new copy for our website. And I was kind of writing like a long format story of guide culture. You know, there's, there's like little pieces here and there, but there's not really a long. And so I was like, I'm to write this long just in case you know someone just available and the theme of it in my opinion was loy being unapologetic about his belief that sales was foundational since we were kids since mm-hmm. we were little little kids that was your unapologetic message and no matter how much we pushed you off no matter how much we said it was silly no matter how much we said loy that's data that doesn't matter you were very unapologetically persistent well a couple of things there let's think let's think about if you're going to be a leader normally you don't wake up and at 25 years ago and go step in and be the leader right you've got to earn your way into that and typically you start out by selling you know believing in something strong enough sharing the message selling your message yeah your products whatever it is it always starts there anyway yeah especially when you're young a lot of times people don't back you up at the beginning it's not until later when you've earned your stripes, when mm. you've earned your position where people are like, oh, he did have something that mattered, mm-hmm. right? And, and the other thing about that, let's think about it. How many times either in sales, in leadership, if you're stepping out on your own, if you're going maybe against the grain, if you do what everybody else is doing, you'll just be like everybody else. Right. So you've got to step against the grain some mm-hmm. to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting the feedback of the people that want to talk about you or don't want you to do that or would rather you fail than make it right. you, get, you get that group so you have to feel strong enough in what you're doing that yep. that doesn't affect you yeah or that you're willing to fight it still may affect you but you're willing to fight through it yep either way that's a civilian affair but 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 the other thing about this the sales thing mm-hmm. you know I always learned in coaching mm-hmm and I also learned in, in many things in life that well, let's say let's say you're going to play the big tournament. You're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You've like you you know you may you've won. You've got you. And then you go into the big game. They're saying, well, what are you going to do? You're going and you typically a coach is going to say, I'm going to go with what got me here. Yeah, I'm going to go with what works, what got me here. Yeah, and that foundational sales is the foundational yeah. thing. That's what got me here, so <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. You know, man, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's the the other part of that. Wow, yeah. And the last one is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Man, this is a good time to talk about what Matt said, guide culture. That's a great time to lead with that. Yeah. Yes. You want to tell a story? Uh, well, I wasn't there. Yeah. I think you were. So. Yeah. Well, you know, guide culture is located below an insurance agency. And for lunch, usually the team will sneak upstairs, grab a quick bite, just take a breather and then come back down for the rest of the day. And one of the guys that works at the insurance agency, he was sitting at the lunch table and he was talking with Ashlyn, another girl that works here. And and he was saying, he was like, Macy, 
He's like, how is the team, the guide culture team, so enthusiastic? He said the word enthusiastic, which I thought was cool. And he was like, I just don't understand. It just seems like everybody that's on the team is so excited and is just on board and so enthusiastic about everything. And I just, and honestly, I didn't really have an answer, but I thought it was so cool that he could feel the enthusiasm from upstairs he wasn't even downstairs with us but he felt it he felt an energy that was upstairs right he felt the energy yeah. and let's let's take that back we'll talk about what enthusiasm is in a minute yeah but let's back that up enthusiasm equals sales leadership yeah, and communication uh, because because enthusiasm the excitement the belief the all these things is transferred energy. It's right. transferred from one mind. It's electrical energy that transfers. Right. It's not something that you can just pretend. Pretend. It is either there or it's not. Right. And that enthusiasm is so key if you're mm-hmm. a sales leader or whatever. It's, um, as we talk about, it's 90% of 90%. it. 90%. And, and there are, so, like, you might be listening to this and you're like, um, I don't, I don't know if I have that. Well, what's really exciting is that you can grow it. There's lots of ways that you can grow enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. A huge way is through product knowledge. Can I give an example of, of yes. someone's enthusiasm? Mm-hmm. So the guy who sells candles, yeah. he sent me a voice memo. And he said, Macy, I went home, I started studying candles and why people love candles. Okay. He said, I learned that the fire, the flame, he said, from like the olden days when people saw a flame, they had a sense of peace because mm. they could be warm. They knew that they were uh, safe mm. and they knew that they could cook food. Oh, it's giving me chill bumps. And so he was like, when people see a flame, they instinctively feel a sense of peace because of those reasons. Mm. And that product knowledge mm. about a flame, he was like, I'm so excited about this candle that's about to go bring people peace. It's about to get, bring them a sense of comfort knowing that it's going to be okay. Isn't that cool? That is great. That is exactly right. That's a and great a way to grow bit, your enthusiasm. A little bit of enthusiasm grew for him. Yes. Another huge way to grow enthusiasm is through little wins. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a couple of people, like for example, Sweet Megan, she closed three sales this week from after Guide Culture. Oh, cool. And that alone, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so awesome. It gave me another sense of enthusiasm. When I went to go work on the website, I was thinking about Megan yes, in my that's heart. Awesome. You know, yes. taking those wins and really feeding it to your enthusiasm is a massive deal. Beautiful. And, and the other thing that ties with this a little bit, the enthusiasm upstairs uh-huh. and, and uh, people's enthusiasm. Yeah. And, I'm, and I don't mean this in a bragging way. Yeah, I know that's what's kind of hard. But 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 I feel the same way. Yeah, you feel the same way. The team feels the same way. The repeat graduates feel the same way. Yeah, it's like one one of them asked me. There were there was their second time in three months here. Uh huh. She said, "Is it crazy to just to come to all these?" I said, "No, no we have people that do that." It's actually very normal. Yeah, and as the team, we look. We miss it, and we look so forward to those to the three next days. one. Yeah, it's just such a great feeling. Yeah, all the things that goes on in here, and that's part of a yeah. enthusiasm a little bit, don't you? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And you know, I also felt led to make this podcast because I I don't know if you saw my Instagram story, but I was like, hey, fill in the blank. I want to learn how Macy blank fill in the blank. And so many of the questions were, what is your leadership style? How do you get people excited on the guide culture team? How do you get people that want to join the guide culture? It was a lot around like hiring and leadership. And in my heart, I'm like, 
It literally is the same thing as guide culture because we live, breathe, eat, and sleep it. And and that's why I was like, man, people need to know that the leadership skills are sales skills. And when you have these as foundational things in your life, it all starts to flourish. Yes. And, and again, like the depth of the training, because it's happened for 30 years and it's almost been yeah. the things that we've learned over these 30 years and the leadership has naturally kind of crept into it. Yeah. I think, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, well, and and leadership same. goes with family big time. Big time. Um, you're, so, raising, yeah. you're raising humans to be good people. Yes, it, it has crept into us. There is a lot of leadership here. Yeah, but absolutely. The sales knowledge, the knowledge of sales, the knowledge of the way people mm-hmm. think. Yeah. The the living within your purpose, and that's what the the podcast you sent me this morning. Yeah. He says the same thing we've been saying. Yeah. Over and over and over, it's servant leadership. I know. It's yeah. just love and serve and living your purpose. Yeah. Depend on what you're doing and what your skills are and where you're needed at the time. Absolutely. I mean, leadership, Many uh, if you study leadership, something else that happens is a good leader will replace themselves. Yes. And the reason they replace themselves is not so they can go live a life of luxury. Right. It's because they're needed somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. So you're always needed. You always need to be living within your purpose. Yeah. And you never relax. You're always doing the next thing. Man, that's so good. Yeah, Yeah, Natalie, a girl on our team, is a perfect example who has totally replaced herself. Mm -hmm. And you're right. She has, that's, man, I've never heard it that way, but she has grown so many other skills that she's needed somewhere else. Right. Not necessarily, you know, we're starting to automate and get someone else to take her her tasks. But what has happened is that she has grown so many other skills. She's been going to Toastmasters. She's been listening to guide culture over and over and over again. She's been reading and developing herself that she's now needed somewhere else. Oh, and she has developed herself so beautifully. Too. So beautifully. All, she's doing all the things. Yeah. She's doing the work. Yeah. She's earning it. Yeah. And it is showing big time. In a big way. Big it's time. amazing to watch that develop. Man, she I don't I don't know what happened, how we got her. <laughs> but but see so the thing thankful. is she's taking it in and she's implementing. She's yes. not you know, she's not eating potato chips on the couch. Right. She is she's taking the information and, and going and doing yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's not just being a consumer. And that's why people need to come to guide culture. You have to implement. You yes. can't just take it in. Which is what, yeah, that's a huge part of guide culture and why it's so special. Right. And and also maybe we can just quickly touch on corporate because I do talk a lot to entrepreneurs specifically, mostly because that's just my audience, you know. And someone messaged me and, and they were like, Hey, how important is it? that someone who leads a corporate team like has these skills and i was like well let me tell you sis and i sent her a little voice memo so maybe i thought that we could answer a little bit about corporate and leading a corporate team and why it is just as important to be able to have these leadership skills insight communication and enthusiasm enthusiasm skills oh leading a corporate team yeah oh my gosh (laughs) well at the end of the day we're all in the same business. What business are we all in, Macy? The people business. So whether you work for a corporation or you work for a mom and pop, it's still people. Yeah. And people still need to present the right value, the right message, the, and, and and do it for the right reasons. It doesn't matter how big the corporation is you work for. And, and sometimes, possibly, leadership is more challenging in corporate because you have maybe a more diverse group. Right. 
So you still have to lead, and you have to lead the right way, and you may have to be careful sometimes what you say. Sure. But you can still lead by example. Yes. And you can still have the right attitude, the right mindset, the right message, the right communication skills. And you have to, for sure, be able to handle the objections, the oh, concerns, gosh, yeah. all that comes into play. But yeah. it's the same. It's still, it's people are people are people. Corporations are made of people. Right. And, mm-hmm. and if you can have the corporation living with heart the way they should, mm. that's a different corporation that, than a corporation living for the dollar. Right. Or living for the latter. Mm-hmm. Or living for whatever reason they're living for, but if they can learn to live with heart and and serving other people and doing it mm-hmm. the right way, I think that's when corporations flourish when yeah. their heart comes into play. Absolutely, and it can be any corporation. I mean, you could be anywhere from a church to anything could be struggling with corporate environment, right? And that leadership has to be led by example and yeah. a strong message and a strong belief, all these same things. Yeah, because we really, really really believe that culture comes from the top back down, correct? We believe that culture comes from the top down. Oh, for sure, for sure. But what we also know is there's a lot of subcultures. Yes. And you might be a leader of a subculture. And that subculture is a really big deal. That's true. And so I think, think like, if you are not at the top, it's tempting to have this mentality of, like, well, it's not up to me, it's up to them. Well, in reality, you can make a huge impact in your subculture, and you watch that leader notice very quickly. I was in a business the other day, giving her yeah. day four uh, of, of, guide our, of our guide culture yeah. uh, training, and I told those people, I said, I think there are maybe fifteen of them in there. Yeah, I told them, I said, you guys should never work another day in your life. You should be so committed. And so in love with what you do and so passionate about the reason you do what you do. I said, you should never work another day in your life. This should be so much fun and so much um, so much purpose in what you do that you should never even work another yeah. day. And you can develop that. You, you, you preach that message. You've got to get people. That's where people need to be. Absolutely. It's, it's, really it's too long of a day not to, not to just be Love thriving. It. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you were questioning, uh, like, hey, my sales are great. Why would I need this? Hopefully that answers your question of why the ability to, to sell uh, your team and your people and to lead by example is so invaluable. In fact, it's really a non-negotiable for your corporation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can absolutely learn these skills. You can learn sales. You can learn communication and insight and enthusiasm. You can learn it all. And, and it's like anything else. We keep saying that there's really two skills. You have your technical skills and, and executional leadership is kind of a te- yeah. technical skill. But you also have the sales and the people skill. They're two different things. And if you don't work on both of them yeah. simultaneously, one's going to fall behind. Yeah. So if you think you're doing all these things and you're not working on the people skill part of it, yeah, it's going to be lacking. And this is what we kind of help you. Hey, let's get this back on the forefront. Let's yeah. start thinking about how do we really treat people? Yeah. What can we do to make you know people buy in better? All mm-hmm. the people skills that sometimes we forget about because we're so busy right. executing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so good. Thanks, guys, so much for listening to this episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.